0: Well, in this instance, I don't think that that's an appropriate term to use in relation to this. I mean, this was people deliberately seeking to uh, shift and and misinform and disinform people in order to meet particular political ends. Um, And that's, as a general rule, if you look at the kind of people that are out there to misinform, uh, often they'll set up their own news agencies. This was a, a, a targeted attack at one of our more credible media houses, and so I think its implications are, are pretty spectacular, as we can see.
1: There are those who have called it propaganda as well, and I see one of our listeners even going as far as accusing uh, the journalists of being agents. What is your reaction to these labels?
0: Look, I don't, I, I don't believe that. I mean, the evidence may emerge that would that, that may support that claim that they've been in the pay of of, of some particular people. Uh, you know, this, but I don't think that these were people that deliberately set out to to disinform. I think the fact that we're seeing these kinds of Uh, retractions and these attempts to rebuild credibility are to demonstrate that this is a a media house that actually is is deeply and profoundly embarrassed by what's happened to it and and that they also have realised that it's done a huge amount of damage to its own credibility. Mm. Uh, And again, this isn't isn't unique. These sorts of things happen to media houses all over the world. We saw what happened within the SABC, which itself is seeking to rebuild its own credibility after a period of people who also sought to disinform people and, and shift and shift the news agenda.
1: And as you say, disinform, shift the news agenda. Some people may view that as deliberate. I see Bongani Sikogo in his apology saying that we were in pursuit of nothing but the truth and we're not motivated by political, commercial, or personal interests. But those who are onlookers who would find that very difficult to believe. How do you then convince them that uh, there were genuine mistakes, that people were really believing that there were Following genuine, search, genuine sources with genuine information.
0: Well, I think that's the point. You know, credibility is extremely hard won and, and easily lost, and, and they've, they're they're going to have a big, a big, long, hard battle to rebuild credibility. As you know, and I think that there's a general lack of trust in a lot of our institutions now, as a direct result of what's happened in our country over the last couple of years, where we've seen major institutions being used and abused for particular ends and and in this instance we've seen some of our other credible media institutions being used and abused again for particular political ends. So what they're going to have to do is keep doing what. Media are meant to do, which is make sure that that they report fairly and accurately as, as as much as possible. That they can back up the evidence that they present with sources. That they can, you know, make sure that they don't make these kinds of claims. Because, to be clear, had these things, the reason people are angry about this is because the media does have a very real impact on people's lives. So we've seen other stories that the Sunday Times has also reported on where people have also lost their jobs, but where people think, yes, good, they should have lost their jobs because they were guilty of Mm. A, B, C, D, E. In this instance, people are angry because this wasn't uh, a case of people losing their jobs because they should have. This is a case of people losing their jobs because they were actually being kicked out for political reasons.
1: So Beau calling on the journalists to name and shame their sources Would this uh, uh, be a bomb somewhat on the bruised egos, careers and even uh, trust of those who've been affected?
0: So, look, I mean, I I suspect that that's going to be a decision that the newspaper and the the individual journalists themselves are going to have to make about whether or not they choose to. Uh, reveal and expose who it was that was trying to deliberately mislead them, and there may well be merits in that in in doing so precisely because the reason you tend to keep uh, sources confidential is if their lives are at risk or they uh, because these are people that are taking great chances in order to reveal particular pieces of information in this instance, because that information seems to have been deliberately targeted and constructed to shape and make certain facts look a particular way means that you may well seek to expose them. I think that that's probably not the worst idea that's been put forward.
1: Just finally, going back to Journalism 101, and as you say, all of us are somehow afflicted by it. How do you ensure that you're not ensnared by parallel uh, political projects, as some have suggested may have been going on here? Uh, Is it sources and more sources, But does that guarantee you that you are then able to display objective journalism?
0: No, I think that it is about sources and more sources. It's about having rigorous uh, editorial processes in place. And it's also making sure that you don't ultimately get pressured by uh, commercial interests. I mean, this is is what media do the world over, which is that if you've got a story, you make sure that your headline... uh, entices people to want to read that story and and often what happens and what happens in the example the editor refers to is that the headline didn't actually match the content of the story but it gave a particular frame and shape to that story that made people think that these were actually death squads for example and so a lot of that is about doing doing a good job as journalists it it means that they actually have to spend and pay a lot of time to doing that the problem of course in South Africa as has happened the world over is, is that We've seen newsrooms shrinking dramatically. You've got fewer journalists, expected to do more and more things. So that these kinds of uh, of mistakes are, you know, around quality are bound to creep in. We see, as an average of stories these days in South African media across the board, the number of stories per per, per the number of sources per story is dropping pretty dramatically. It used to be over two, and we now at around 1.4 sources per story. And that, I think talks to the importance of, 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 of doing quality journalism because if you don't, there's very little difference between that and what people want to put out on social media.